Intro's on you, homie. It is time for the Savage Sport Pod. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is our college edition. We will be talking Ohio State, Michigan canceled. Uh, talking a few games. College football season is winding down, so we're going on into the uh, the 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 bowl game season. Pretty much, it's time for bowls and championship games. So, uh, yeah, uh, Griff, talk to us a little bit about. Uh, uh, Well, all right. So starting with the Big Ten, they put in this nice little rule that pretty much the what's the word I want to use? Pretty much eliminates them from their own conference championship. They have to play. It was a minimum of eight games for the season, but they had the nice little writing in their little paper. You know, you got to read the fine print, saying that if COVID affected enough teams within the Big Ten that the games be moved down to a minimum of six games to be eligible for their conference championship. Now, Ohio State's only played five because they've had so many canceled when teams like Indiana have played roughly eight games already or seven to eight games for certain ones. Um, Wisconsin is one of those other teams that should be eliminated from the conference championship, which, of course, they haven't won enough games in the first place to be in the picture. So well, oh, Big Ten has changed the yes. rule in the last four hours. Ohio State is eligible now to play in the Big Ten championship. So with their game with Michigan being canceled, you're looking at a five-game, six-game Ohio State going to the Big Ten championship, possibly winning it. Given More than likely, they're going to win it. So now here's the question. Here's the big question. Does Ohio State deserve that playoff spot? My honest answer is no, they do not. I'm not an Ohio State hater. I like Ohio State. I think Ohio State is better than Florida, and I think Ohio State is better than Texas A&M. But here's the thing. Ohio State has not played the same tough schedule that A&M and Florida have played. Ohio State has not ventured. Every other team's played 11 to 12 games. Bottom line, right? Yeah. So we've got to look at it. you got to look at big picture. The Big Ten did this. They created this situation. Everybody else started football in early September. They gave time to, if a game had to be canceled, it could be replayed. They could have done that. The Big Ten could have done that, and they didn't. They dug their own grave. Big Ten does not deserve a spot in the playoffs, which means, unfortunately, and if you're an Ohio State fan, I am sorry, they do not belong in the college football playoff. They do not. Uh, I hate that it's it's a SEC, ACC scenario, but that's, that's on the Big Ten. That's the Big Ten's fault. They should have started in September like everybody else. If you had a game cancellation, guess what? You could have moved that bad boy back just like the SEC and ACC did and replayed that game. And they refused it. They didn't. That's on them. That's true. Sorry to to the Ohio State faithful. You do not deserve a playoff spot. Are you a great team? Yes, 100% a great team. Would you hang with the Alabama Clemsons and Notre Dames? 
yes, 100% you would, but you do not deserve that spot. Yeah, like I said before, the five print pretty much got them. They can't play outside of conference, and they can't reschedule in their conference. So, honestly, what are they supposed to do to make up for the games? Do I think that they would actually make up the games if given the opportunity? Like, yeah, I think Ohio State would. They don't want to be default missing out on the BCS championship or a Big Ten championship just because of five print. So, yeah, the Big Ten pretty much screwed them. If they gave them a chance to play outside conference to at least get enough games in to at least hit the eight and be competitive as far as games played, Ohio State would be the money. But they're not giving them the opportunity to play outside the conference. Now, I did see the one thing talking about Texas A&M making up one of their games and that game being against Ohio State. Now, yep. that would be a great idea. That would be a brilliant idea. Ohio State, Texas A&M, play the game. Yeah. Brilliant. Now, that would put, what, the number four versus the number five team and pretty much solidify, I guess you could say, their power standing as far as Ohio State if they won that game or Texas A&M if they won. So, therefore, it would actually give them a higher bid possibly if they beat Ohio State versus going against Clemson, Alabama, Clemson, Alabama. <laughs> it would give them more standing room. Granted, they might throw up the whole little fact that Ohio State is a 5-0 and team, playing a team that's won 9-1 right now or 8-2, and whichever way it is for them, saying, well, they didn't play a whole lot of games, so that's not really saying a whole bunch. So, I mean, either way it goes, the benefit would really go to Ohio State, but it would actually give Texas A&M a chance to move up into that number four spot, which puts them in BCS competition. Now, without that happening, or unless Florida State is, I mean, not Florida State, but Ohio State is completely null and void from the whole competition as far as BCS, Texas A&M gets it anyway. So it's not like it's up to Texas A&M to really play the game. They could sit there and sit out, do the same thing Michigan done, pretty much be like, sorry, we got COVID all of a sudden. We can't play this game, but our standing is going to still be right there where it's at. And y'all are ineligible, so we're going to get that spot anyway. Yeah, that's not Jimbo Fisher's move, though. Jimbo Fisher would play that game. I would hope he would, but if we're talking politic-wise then, yeah, politics takes a whole different turn of events when it comes to college. Boosters want the games played. Some boosters don't want to play. But if you're really thinking about having a chance to actually say you completed for a BCS championship, the easiest way to get in right now would be not to play Ohio State. Yeah, but at the same time, it, it, it's you're proving yourself. You're proving you deserve to be there. And Texas A&M needs to do that. Uh, I, I don't know, man. This this COVID thing has screwed up the football yeah. season. It, it's it's out of hand. Uh, if if we're being honest, I see the playoff committee putting Ohio State in. You cannot classify LSU with Ohio State. Don't even go there. That's not even close. Yeah, Steve Kirkland, LSU, that's LSU, no. You should be embarrassed, most definitely. But we'll we'll walk away from Ohio State. Uh, we'll move what? on to something else. I think we'll. I think there's going to be some coaching changes throughout this year. Uh, at the end of this season, I think Jim Harbaugh should be out. I think Jeremy Pruitt's probably looking. Uh, he's probably got one more year, but I see his foot out the door. Gus Malzahn, I see his foot out the door at Auburn. Uh, 
where is the coach from Liberty Hugh Freeze? Where is he going to land? I think there are some top schools that want him. And if I'm Michigan, I'm pushing Harbaugh so far out that door at the end of the season, and I'm calling Hugh Freeze, and I'm going to say, hey, how much do you want? What is it going to take to get you here? Uh, Harbaugh money? Yeah, you're going to have teams like Auburn who wants Miles on gone. They've always wanted him gone. Uh, you're going to have teams like like that that going to say, okay, let's let's take a look at Hugh Freeze. And I think Michigan, if they mess around with Harbaugh, uh, they're going to miss a chance on hiring a top quality coach. Well, the one thing I didn't think about: what type of offense does Liberty run? Is it more of a run and shoot offense, or is it a mix between power and? It, is a no huddle running gun throw that ball all over the field offense. Then Michigan ain't gonna be his spot then. Not with the Big Ten, no. No, he can he can he can make that. He because Liberty wasn't a offense like that. Hugh Freeze come in and made him that. Yeah, but if he wants to go to an offense that already has that type of mentality and possibly has the receivers that can actually complement that style of a no huddle running gun status, then you're honestly looking at him going somewhere into the Big 12 or possibly in the SEC, but not Michigan. I, I don't see Michigan translating into them because for one, they don't have the quarterback, which means he's going to have to wait a year or two to get the quarterback and develop him. Two, they never really had the receivers. They're more of on the defensive side. Their best receiver was a defensive back. That was Charles Woodson. That's the last one I could really even think of. Um, yeah, the other ones that came out, they suck. Michigan, like Florida State, has got to come to grips with, okay, we have to rebuild, right? It's time to look at that. It's, it's rebuild time from the bottom up. You've I don't disagree. Uh, Florida State got rid of all their dead weight, and now their practices are going smooth. Things are happening at that school. Uh, is it going to be a quick turnaround? No, it's, we're, we're looking four to five years before we ever see Florida State back on top again. But Michigan, they can do it a little quicker. you got to get the right guy in to do it, though, and Hugh Freeze, in my opinion, is the right guy. I don't see it happening. I get that. You can develop it. And don't say you can't see it happening because we watched Georgia Tech go from triple option to the spread offense, and it worked. Yes, because Georgia Tech has a ton of athletes. Yeah, so Michigan has a ton of athletes. Yeah, but you've seen them play, man. Ah, your Ohio State colors are showing. No, I'm not. I'm being honest Let on this go. one. I don't see Let it happening. Go. Let it go on record that the Ohio State fan is scared of the Wolverines a smack at fuck Irerian. No, no, not in the least bit. But I just honestly do not see it happening with him going. You scared? You scared? Scared, Griff? The one that played COVID sick. <laughs> but no, in my opinion. <laughs> This is my thought process. If they're going to bring in you, Freeze, they gave Harbaugh, what, five years to have a winning team, and he didn't accomplish it. Now, if they bring in Liberty coach, you, Freeze, he's going to be on a shorter lease than the big name of Harbaugh was. So I don't see them giving him three, four, five years to build his team up, regardless of what he's done at Liberty, which is why I'm saying for him, if he's running the spread offense and he already wants the pieces in place for the most part, 
especially as far as a receiving school goes, <clears throat> he's looking Big 12, maybe in the Pac-10, but not necessarily ACC or SEC. No, he freezes. freeze is going to go where he can win a national championship. Where is the spread in the SEC? Auburn. It Auburn is. Auburn runs. <clears throat> it is. It's true. But then if you, I'm saying, when I'm going to say the Big 12, because I'm thinking Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Texas, Baylor. Right, but they're all sitting there coaches. Those guys are dead. Uh, I wouldn't go so far as Tom, Texas. Tom Herman. Tom Herman may be. Tom Herman may be on the chopping block. Yeah, Texas coach. I don't think he's going to be there too much longer. And I mean, he gets to come in. He's not going to go. Well, I take that back. Texas is going to have to need a quarterback. If Oklahoma wasn't doing what Oklahoma was doing, that would probably be the best place for him to land, especially having Spencer Rattler as his quarterback, pretty much a freshman and go ahead and work him into the system, especially yeah, since he came out of high school with that. They're, they're not getting rid of their coach. I mean, we're talking crazy talk at that point. There's Oklahoma's not getting rid of their coach. You, you've got a very small window of who Auburn, Michigan, and a couple other teams that are getting rid of their coaches. Uh, Oklahoma's not one of them. Overall, I will say this much. I do not think it's going to be the money that's going to be taking him. I think he's going to go where he has at least a good foundation and enough players to sit there and make his offense work, at least get him to a 500 record his first year and then build up from there. So, yeah, that's that's my opinion. Don't go to Auburn. <laughs> I'm going to hit the rumor wheel, the rumor mill real quick. Uh there is a rumor circulating that Nick Saban will retire after this year. How true that is, I don't know. I personally don't see it happening. He's only 70. Bobby Bobby coached into his late 70s. Joe Pa, he coached until his late 80s. Uh, don't see Saban retiring anytime soon. That is on the rumor mill. I thought I'd throw that out there. Uh, not I say sure he will. Where it started from, not sure. I don't because he's still winning. I think Saban Saban's not going to pull a Bobby or Paterno. That I can guarantee. Saban's not going to sit and watch the the decline of the program and try to stick through it. I think Saban retires like if they have a bad year and he sees that it's going to okay. We're fixing to gradually start having those bad years because college football is cyclical. Uh, it, it you know every every few years teams turn around and build back up. Uh, but Saban, I don't, I don't see him retiring for a few more years. I think Saban's going to go well into probably 74, 75. I don't know, unless Alabama come out and is like, hey, coach, if you don't want to coach anymore, we got this, we'll make you AD. I could see that happen and him taking that. But that's, that's, that's as far as I see that going. I'm just saying, if COVID-19 is still running around in about next year, which more than likely it will be, if Saban already got it, he's like, man, I'm about to die just from this one. So you want me to go take a chance? Nah. He's got more than enough money saved up to sit there and live comfortably. <clears throat> but, yeah, if he did retire, though, that would actually be I, something. I, I, Speaking about moves, I though, the one thing you forgot. COVID situation. What about Jim Harbaugh supposedly going back to the NFL? I don't still. 
I don't see it. What was it? San Francisco was the last one. Did not prove himself as a college head coach. Um, NFL, he done okay. Um, I would say... No, Harbaugh did okay at San Diego State. Uh, Stanford. I see him going back, but not as a head coach. I see him possibly going back as maybe a defensive coordinator considering he should not be back at Michigan next year, but I see him going back as a defensive coordinator in the NFL. And I will say this, whoever he's under, he needs to have a good offensive-minded coach to sit there and possibly learn something from. Now, in that case, I'll go ahead and toss Andy Reid up. I don't see him working well with Bill Belichick. Um, Eagles offense... His offensive scheme is amazing. Peterson's offensive scheme is amazing, but apparently on the defensive side, they, they can use some help. But I see him going back to the NFL, though. Somebody's going to give him a chance that needs a possible defensive coordinator or something like that because offensive oh, side, he hasn't done anything on the offensive side. That means he's dumb. What if he went with his brother in Baltimore? Somebody will give him a chance. But what if he went to Baltimore with the brother? I just don't see <laughs> True. We'll talk about that one tomorrow. We'll, we'll leave the hardball for tomorrow on the speculation. <laughs> but what you got let's next? Let's jump into these games, Griff. Uh, let's jump into these games. We got number nine, Georgia, facing number 25, Missouri. Missouri's got a little swagger to them in their walk. They, they, uh, they're they winning some games. They probably shouldn't be winning. Uh, Same with Georgia. I think in the end, Georgia, yeah. I think talent in Georgia outweighs it, but I do think this game is going to be close. I think it's going to be uh, a touchdown. I don't think it's going to be a big blowout. I think it's going to be a touchdown game. Georgia, uh, Georgia will beat them by seven. Well, I, I can't go with you yet on that one. I'm, I got, I got to check this one out. I at least got to look up on Missouri. I, I want to say Georgia's going to win it just because Georgia is Georgia and they miraculously come out and pull out the stuff when they really, really, really need to. But 25 Missouri, who they got on there? Who they, who have they played? Let me see this real quick. Oh. They lost Alabama 38-19. Oh, my God, they lost to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. LSU don't count. Kentucky, they won. Lost. Yeah, Georgia's going to win it. Georgia's got postponed. The only thing they've done was South Carolina for the most part, and I wouldn't even count them. Yeah, Georgia's got this one. If they're going to lose to Tennessee, there is really no hope regardless of what swagger they gained. I mean, they've been getting lots of points up on the board, but no, no, not to losing to Tennessee. I expect them to give Georgia a fight, though. I Missouri's going to come in. I'm going to come in. I'm expecting them to come in and and, and want to fight, so – but. Georgia's talent outwins uh, every day. Uh, but we'll move on to our next game. We'll stick with the SEC, LSU versus Florida. Uh, LSU has been an embarrassment this year. They're the worst returning national championship, defending national championship team I can remember to, to date. Uh, uh, Florida easily, 17 points on this one. Uh, Florida will win big time. I, I can get with that one. Uh, for one, I want to give a shout-out to an old, old friend. What's up, Kong? I ain't see you in the minute, man. I'm glad you're still kicking around. Uh, me and him used to work together, but haven't seen him in a long, long time. 
Hey, thanks for tuning in. Chris Sherman, LSU, Florida, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get Florida. LSU, they haven't got everything clicking with them right now. Um, running game isn't necessarily there. Quarterback play definitely is not there. I'm going to go Florida by 25, man. No, actually, I'm going to take Florida by 27. Uh, let's see. 2010 season. What you talking about, Major? Oh, you talking about hardball, right? Kobe Fleener, Andrew Luck. Yep. Yep. Stefan Taylor, yeah, Doug Baldwin. True, true. I'm talking about right now, he has not done anything. <laughs> let's, let's jump into our last SEC game, Alabama versus Arkansas. I believe this is a makeup game from the COVID issues. Uh, Arkansas's got a decent team. I like the head coach. I think they're moving in the correct direction. I think they're going to build that program uh, to be a little bit better than they've been in the past. But Alabama's too much for the Razorbacks. I think the Alabama, uh, the tide rolls by 21. Uh, I'll hit you later in a minute on that one, Griff. Yeah. Arkansas. Oh, man. It's going to be a blowout, probably. It, it literally is. I don't see it being anything else but a blowout. Um, they don't have a whole bunch on their record. I mean, they beat Mississippi State when they were ranked. Miss beat Tennessee, which is more than I can say for Missouri. But they've been competitive. So Alabama's going to win, but I don't see Arkansas getting less than possibly 24 points in the game. If they can keep it close, it might be a shootout towards the second half. If they can keep it close, if it's that first half and Alabama decides to run away with the game by two or three touchdowns, it's a wrap. Hands down. Major, I agree with you. Alabama's going to win. You say Alabama by 37. Uh, I will point out, though, this is the week before the, the SEC championship. So the reason I only give them 21 points, uh, winning by 21, is I think Saban's going to pull a lot of his key starters in the, before the second half. I think the second half of that game, you're going to see a lot of the backups for Alabama. He's going to preserve his starters for the SEC championship game. I think he'll make it a tune-up game. I think this is what this will probably be. It'll be a tune-up game, going to get back to some of the basics, pull out a couple of trick plays, see how they work, but he ain't going to dig too deep into the pouch. If he's running straight dives the whole game and picking up five to ten yards on each one, I see him running dives the whole game and then just hit him with a play action and just burn them deep. Um, they're they're, they're going to be preparing for Florida. Arkansas's not – not priority on their list. They're, they're going to start a lot of backups coming into that second half. I think I think Alabama's goal is going to be to be a, build a big enough lead the first half that they can pull their starters and not risk injury. Uh, and if I'm saving, that's what I would do because uh, Florida's not going to be a pushover um, in that title game. So, yeah, I, it's definitely going to be a, a shootout uh, that, that next week. But, yeah. Going to get a lot of play in time for second and third stringers in that second half. I can guarantee it. Bryce Young is going to play, and then if Alabama makes it to the national title, 
they're going to sit Mac Jones to put Bryce Young in. <laughs> we'll move into some Big Ten action. Wisconsin versus Iowa. I'm off the Wisconsin train. They made a believer out of me the first few games of the season, but I'm off that train. I'm going Iowa by 17. The Hawkeyes. They're going to run it up. Ooh. I think I might take you on that one. Let's see. Wisconsin, they lost with Indiana and lost to Northwestern. Just to spite you, Sam, I think Wisconsin is going to pull their head out the ground. I'm going to give them 17-point victory. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I like Iowa because they still run that – you know, that smash mouth football. So I still like Iowa for that respect by itself. But I think Wisconsin's going to pull something together. I don't want, I don't see them wanting to have a complete losing season, possibly try to at least break 500 considering how they had so many games canceled already. So I'm, I'm going to give them 17. Okay. Hey, it could go either way. Really could. Because Ohio State is a God blessing of football. Okay. They are. The, the holy grail of sports in college football. Alabama is the fake grail. Ohio State just has to go and show them what it really, really means, all right? They're, they're, it's the princess and the frog type of thing. This is why Ohio State is in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? They see that it's a frog, but as soon as it gets a kiss and it says BCS. Tom, I ain't in the playoffs yet. <laughs> you, ruined, <laughs> you, you ruined my flow. Peanuts season y'all have had. <laughs> Park League ball. But let's Peanut. move to the game of the week. This is, going, this is my game of the week, mainly because this is going to be the best game. Yeah, but she was a peanut team. The, the, they are. <laughs> North Carolina Tar Heels versus the U, the Hurricanes, the Chain. Maybe you used to be a Miami U fan. Who? Who? My brother, Lee Griff, used to be a Miami U fan until Ohio State went down there and whooped that butt. I'm going to need my admin, Vanessa, to block Major Lee Griffey from all Savage Sports Pod activity. He can he can no longer comment. I can't deal with Major being uh, a Miami fan. Hey, those three games that they played is more than Wake Forest pretty much won when you were there. Ooh, that's low. But who you got, Griff? Who you got? You know who I got? I'm going to go with the Tar Heels because it sucks to be you. Tar Heels all the way. My man Sam Howell is going to torch that defense. I think they show up uh, big time. Uh, Mac, uh, Mac Brown's a great coach. I got the utmost respect for Mac Brown. Where did he get his start? Oh, <laughs> Mac Brown played football at Florida State, and he used to coach at Florida State. Got a little Seminole blood in him, so we're going to whoop that. He's going to whoop them, them canes for me. He's gonna no, I ain't there no more, right? You know I ain't FSU no more, right? He had to upgrade to a good team. No, he's got no blood in him. <laughs> he played Florida State under Lee Corso. Lee Corso was his head coach. He did until he realized what hurricanes were wiping out Florida. You know what I'm saying? He realized hurricanes were wiping out Florida, the whole state of Florida, and had to go down to the U to be part of that, you know, that nice little tie that's coming in. You know, he had to be part of them canes, get that green and black and orange blood in them. So I'm going to go 
Miami on this one also, especially since how Florida State, the peanut team of college football right now, almost worse than Vandy, beat North Carolina. So I'm going with the U's. I did it, Sam. I went there. I couldn't help it. I apologize. I'm ignoring you. <laughs> so I'm going the U. It's about the only thing me you're going to agree on, Major. I'm so glad that the Browns beat Tennessee last week. They did. They did. Baker Mayfield beat them. All this smack you talking to me, upsetting me right here towards the end of the show with this Kane talk. Look, yes, Florida State beat uh, North Carolina. Uh, North Carolina, I think, was sleeping on Florida State. Uh, and that's why they they ended up losing that game. I, but I also think Florida State's not as bad as we say they are. I just We'll find out. They had, they had a lot of can't. Yeah, they played Duke Saturday. I'll hit this one real quick. Uh, they do play Duke Saturday. If everything I'm hearing coming out of their practices this week is true, you might see a different Florida State team. You might yeah. see a Florida State team that puts 60 points on Duke. But then again, you might see a Florida State team that we've seen all year and loses by 60 points to Duke. So, uh, but I'm thinking Florida State in that one just because they are playing Duke and the, the things I've heard coming out of practice this week, I think Florida State will pull it off. I hope they do because it is Duke, by the way. I mean, they ain't got Daniel Jones no more, so shouldn't necessarily have that victory. Major, me and you about to have issues. Number one, we won in that two more national championships. <laughs> All right. Major, I, you used to be my favorite Griffey. Now you're starting to slide down the pole, bro. you sliding down in the rankings. Look, we, we just know we, we just know good sports. Griff's no sports. That's all I can say. Um, I will say this one. Last one I hit. The standings right now, we got pretty much in the AP poll. I think we're college poll either one. Bama number one, Notre Dame number two, Clemson number three, Ohio State, then Texas A&M, Florida, Iowa State, and Cincinnati are technically ranked seventh if you go in both polls. But the top six are pretty much solidified. Then you got Georgia, Miami, Oklahoma, and Indiana just on the outskirts of like that top six. Now, I will now say – we got the championship games coming up. So you could – you know Alabama's going to steamroll Florida. So Florida yep. will drop. And then what happens if Notre Dame slips up and they beat Clemson in the ACC championship? That makes Clemson two losses. They will drop out of the top five, but you switch it. Clemson beats Notre Dame. They're both staying top four. Technically, so yes, because we're having a um, – this is one of those scenarios with Ohio State and Alabama that year where Ohio State got kicked out of because of strength of conference. But, yeah, Alabama was a two-lose, two-loss team, so was Ohio State. But Alabama, I think, lost at the end, and they still got the nod for that fourth spot. But in a scenario, yeah, let's say Clemson loses. Clemson gets bumped out possibly to number five because it's still Notre Dame and Notre Dame is ranked number two, which I still hate because then you're going to have a eight and two team still stuck in the top four when Florida more than likely is going to be 10 and one, 11 and one. No, Florida will be, Florida will be eight, uh, whatever, and two, because they're not beating Alabama. That's true. The SEC. 
which bumps Florida out. So then you're left with Ohio, Iowa State, Cincinnati. No, well, you're left with Texas A&M, too. Yeah. Clemson losing would benefit Ohio State and Texas A&M, I think. True, very true. But then you but, still got Cincinnati is kind of getting the short end of the stick. Granted, they're going to be playing Tulsa. They deserve the short end. You make me do this every week. They can deserve it all you want. They deserve to get the short end of the stick. Of the stick. You want me to respect you, play real teams, play real ball. Until then, I'm not going to respect you. You don't deserve to be in my playoffs. You're selling out. You're on some Chris stuff right now. I'm just saying. You think Cincinnati Chris deserves to be in the playoffs? Play? Who? Chris? No. All right. He's in the playoffs, right? In our league? Yeah, because he, but he's trash. All right. So if Chris is getting the nod for it, I'm giving Cincinnati the nod regardless. All right. They he don't get no guys, guys shot. Brother. They ain't played no damn body. Look at the little giants, man. Look at the replacements. I mean, look at any given Sunday. I mean, all of them got a chance, and look what happened. Hey, this ain't a script, bro. Look what happened. This it ain't is a script. script. Every football game is a script. We Every ain't football game is a Hollywood. script. We ain't in Hollywood. That's beside the point. You know what? I got to know something. What's your favorite all-time football movie? Oh, man. Can I pick two? Nope. All-time favorite. <sighs> See, this makes it hard right here. You can't let me have two? Nope. Are we talking about a football movie to get crunk to or a football movie to laugh at? I'm talking football movie. All-time football movie. I'm going to go ahead and tell you anything. Oh, mine. Nope. Nope, I know mine. Don't even say nothing yet. Don't say nothing the yet. The answer ain't the program. It's the wrong answer. That's my answer. Boom. I trust you again. But aside from the program, though, I will watch any given Sunday, hands down. Steaming, Willie, oh, yeah. Beeman. And then I got to hit any the replacements after that. Yep, replacements. <laughs> but the program is hands down the greatest football movie ever made. It is Little Giants, Stacey. It is the Little Giants. That's why you didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> Coastal Carolina ain't in it, no. But they did put up a good season. <laughs> Smack BYU around. Hey, man, them Jokers play dirty when they play BYU. BYU game Coastal Carolina's got my respect. <laughs> Major, that's oh. any given Sunday, Friday night, last Marshall. No, but I'll give you this. The program, any given Sunday, Friday and night, night lights. Uh, I didn't – We Are Marshall's a good movie. I just – it ain't top five. Hey, if you want to win, you got to let booby spin, right? <laughs> oh, dude, you know we're forgetting. After Friday night lights, remember the Titans. Yep. Yeah. Remember the Titans. That's top five. Definitely yeah. top five. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Varsity Blues. Oh. See, you got Varsity something. Blues is a good one. Varsity Blues was a little bit R-rated. It was. It was all right. <laughs> all right. Hell, you give a Sunday all right. Well, that's true, too, though. That <laughs> give it 10. 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely, said, look, yeah. look, I'm saying 
give Cincinnati a shot. Worst case scenario, they upset someone. I, I get well, that's it. Why I, feel, I feel we need an 18 playoff. That gives teams like Coastal Carolina and Cincinnati a chance to get in, right? But yeah. we don't have an 18. In a perfect world, we would have an 18 playoff. We don't. We only have a four team, which means the best four are going. And you can't tell me Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina is better than anybody in the top five right now. And tell you that, but. Oh, Rashana Jackson. Yes, I want to see that movie. It's going to be on Disney Plus. It's called Safety. It was filmed at Clemson. I do want to watch that. I heard it was based on true, a true story. Uh, Miss Jackson, could you confirm that for me? Is that based on a true story? Because I do want to see it. Come on, cuz. You got to get the info on this one. Because if that's the case, I, I do got to see it. I make the family watch that one. <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah, it's supposed to be a good family movie. Uh, it's uh, I've seen the previews for it, but yeah, it looks good. I, I, I definitely want to see that movie. Even yeah. though it's about my little sister Clemson, you know. But yep, she said it is based on a true story. Actually, exactly, Major, exactly. Alabama would destroy Cincinnati as a number four seed. It would probably be 70-point game. Got it, Miss Griffey. December 11th, we got it. We'll watch it. Thank you, Cuz, for that information. And I, I got you, Miss Griffey. I got you. You've been quiet tonight. I understand. Sam left you hanging I last do. week. I do got to give a shout out since we talking about wives. I want to wish my beautiful, wonderful wife a happy 41st birthday. She has put up with this gorgeous, handsome of a man for 16 years. And I'm not supposed to tell her age. So, she's so I was wondering when you was going to get hit for that one. <laughs> hey, use your strong hand to block it. I'm only, I'm, only, I'm only 24. She is 41. She robbed the cradle. Listen, listen, if y'all don't hear from me on Facebook, she killed me. If y'all don't see me or hear from me, I've been murdered. And I need y'all to call the police because she did it. She threw an apple hey, at me, bro. Hey, look, Sam, all I got to tell you is snitches get stitches. She threw an apple at <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I ain't telling nothing. <laughs> Or better yet, I hit you with that Rocky. If he dies, he dies. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Happy birthday. I'm glad you are a whole 24 years old. I wish you many more birthdays. <laughs> Am I you trying to really kill me now? <laughs> Me in my sleep, bro. I might sleep with one eye open. But what happened? Well, he did have surgery here recently. That's probably what got him. <laughs> oh, and thanks to all the prayers. I know I had some people uh just to update my wrist is doing a hundred times better. I'm pain free. So for all those that prayed and, and said a few prayers for me, thank you, thank you, thank you, because I am doing a hundred percent better. Oh, you definitely are. I saw your wrist when you took that picture of it. It looked like I can't even explain it. Yeah, it was nasty. It, it, wow. 
<laughs> yeah, he, he better behave, but it was nasty, though. That, I, mm, mm. All right, Greg, is there anything else you want to touch on college ball-wise? Or? Nope. Nothing that I could think of besides, hey, college football is coming to an end. So NFL is which I'll probably get a majority of us here coming in a few weeks after all the bowl game starts, but don't worry about that. We're still going to hit you off with some college because <laughs> – once you go from college, NFL status, right? We're going to hit you up with our picks. We're going to tell you what the teams actually actually do need versus these rough diamonds that they pick up or people that they're just picking up to be picking up. So, But we're going to keep y'all coming. We're going to keep it coming. So don't worry about that part. Football is forever. <laughs> yep, yep. But – if you ain't got nothing, I ain't got nothing. Then everybody that tuned in tonight, hey, thank y'all for all the comments. Thank y'all for contributing. The U will win. Cincinnati will make it to the playoffs along with Ohio State. Notre Dame gets knocked out. That's my prediction. And tomorrow we will see y'all for our Thursday night NFL action. And I will say go NFC East early right now. <laughs> But until then, hey, we'll see everybody tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Tune in tomorrow. Watch us. We'll be on here at 9 p.m. Eastern. Thank you guys for tuning in. Y'all have a wonderful night.